You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back. This season is slightly different to what I originally imagined season six would be and it's all about finding opportunity and adversity. It's been recorded between week five and six of the UK lockdown during the global pandemic and I chat to female business owners about how they have adapted their businesses and how they have found opportunities during these changing times. It's really my hope that you'll find little pieces of inspiration within each conversation from how we approach our working lives to the journey within that this time has really encouraged us to take. Let's dive right in. Hi Ellie, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Hey Anna, Um, so I am a personal branding photographer. Uh, I work with other creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, small businesses to help them capture imagery that reflects their brand, their brand values, uh, so that they can use them to further attract the clients that they want to attract. Um, I don't know what to go for there. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's you in a nutshell, I guess. And before we uh, kind of press record, you also told me that you moved to the UK a while back. So do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about that? Right, sure. So um, I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. Um, I, after leaving university, I traveled around a lot. Uh, I lived in South Korea for a year. I lived in New Zealand for about six to seven months, which is where I met my now husband. Uh, We traveled around together for a long time. And then it was about a year of us trying to figure out where we wanted to live, what how we could be together essentially because the immigration process is a nightmare trying to live in the same country and get work is a nightmare (laughs) um so ultimately it wasn't one of those romantic like um you know let's get married sort of i don't know it was more basically kind of like a mutual discussion of like the only way we can be together realistically is to get married and so we did and we moved to the UK and luckily three years later, we, we still love each other. We're still together. <laughs> it was a good decision. Um, so that's sort of in a really, really brief, short nutshell, how I came uh, to the UK. And where are you from originally? Uh, originally, I spent sort of half of my time between North Carolina and Florida. Okay. Uh, so very different um, from, from the UK. It's been quite an adjustment uh I can imagine yeah do you miss it um I miss parts of it I miss the people like I I miss my friends and I miss my family um culturally like there are things that I miss I miss like I really miss Mexican food like I know that's kind of basic but you don't have Mexican food in the UK like you just don't um (laughs) so I do really miss that uh but otherwise like I'm quite happy in the UK I really enjoy things here. Yeah. Yeah. And you also told me that before you moved across, you were a wedding photographer and you Mm. kind of intentionally made that switch to personal branding. How did that come about? 
Um, yeah, uh, well, wedding photography, as you probably know, is really stressful. Um, and I wrestle a lot with anxiety. And I just decided it was something that was too, too stressful, too pressure inducing for me personally. So when I moved to the UK, I sort of saw an opportunity uh, to have like a complete fresh start. Uh, so when I came here, it was just intentional, not going to go back into wedding photography. I'll still do photography. Um, but obviously when you move to a brand new place and you're starting off as, you know, kind of a face-to-face -face business, it takes quite a long time to build those sort of clients and get the work that you want to do. So I didn't actually start in personal branding photography originally. Um, when I moved to the UK, I started doing family shoots, which I still do. Um, that's over on a separate, separate business page. Um, and I do a lot of work with pregnancy babies and things like that. And it was only actually maybe about seven to eight months ago, I made the decision to split my business into two different businesses to have the family photography and the personal branding photography. And since that decision to have that split, it was almost like the personal branding photography just sort of enveloped everything and sort of came out as like, well, this is actually what I'm really passionate about and what I really want to be doing. And the family photography has sort of slid to the side. Mm -hmm. um, I still do it, still love it. Uh, but personal branding is definitely much more where my focus is uh, right now. Yeah, it's, um, it's a funny thing. I think sometimes we have to kind of try out different things. And something is, you know, something is more like is, is going to stand out more than the other things. And I guess that's personal branding for you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what your plans were for the year before things started changing, before, you know, before the UK lockdown and before things really started to take a kind of a turn across the globe, I guess. Yeah, so 2020 was the first time I actually sat down and made a plan for my business. <laughs> I was being really intentional at the beginning of the year of all of the things that I wanted to do, all of the plans that I had. I had a really nice steady stream of, of clients coming in and people who I was really, really excited and looking forward to working with. Um, and then obviously, COVID-19 came along um, and yeah, it wiped away literally everything. I This spring and the summer was leading up to be the biggest year that I have had since starting this. Um, and to have it sort of all taken away <laughs> was a little bit soul destroying, um, but I felt quite fortunate at the same time that I had other ideas tentatively planned that weren't necessarily, you know, face-to-face -face working with clients. Um, so I, in ways I felt fortunate for having that, but in other ways I still felt kind of crushed by mm -hmm. all of the sort of dreams and plans that I had um, sort of actually built up and planned. Um, but all in all, I feel like I've I'm coming out in a better position, not in a better position, but I feel like maybe I'm coming out better off than I may have expected. Yeah. 
I think it's important to acknowledge the fact that this is a really hard time on so many levels mentally kind of physically and then obviously you know when it comes to things like a photography business and I'm in the same boat pretty much well not pretty much all of my work has been postponed I'm, I'm obviously not able to continue to work in the way that I was used to but I guess what that does is it presents us with an opportunity um to adapt and maybe push things forward that we had in the pipeline like perhaps those ideas that you describe to bring them forward and explore different ways of working so how did you how did you kind of adapt to the current situation and and what opportunities came of it I guess yeah I would I don't know if I adapted very well at the very beginning I think Mm. at the very beginning I was sort of just this is overwhelming this is too much I don't know what to do I, I was I was almost like frozen in a way um, and I think that was kind of normal and I don't know I think I got really wrapped up online with people either telling me that I needed to be doing all of these things or people telling me why are you working on these things when all of these other things are happening mm-hmm. and I just couldn't it was a, it was such a roller coaster of ups and downs I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing Um, and my coping mechanism was to just sort of shut everything out and just say, I have this thing planned, which I have this, uh, online course that I had been working on and I had it planned a couple of months ago. I'm just going to turn everything off and I'm going to focus on creating this thing. Um, and I did, I had to shut out social media for a while. Um, I had to kind of stop talking to people for a little while and I just spent all of my focus, all of my time on working on this course, whether or not that was a healthy coping mechanism, I'm not really sure. (laughs) Um, But it was the way that I coped with it. And I think that however anyone is coping with this, like it's completely valid, like anything that anybody is feeling or experiencing right now is totally valid. And I don't know, I just didn't want to fall into a trap of being told how I was handling it was either right or wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just went with, I just went with working. (laughs) That's all I knew how to do. Well, and also, I guess you went with what felt right to you. Like you say, you kind of tried to shut out all the opinions. And I think that there is a lot of, um, you know, opinions out there, whether the way we are responding is right or wrong. And it's not doing anyone any favors because ultimately we have to do what's right for us and what feels okay to us and cope in a way that, you know, helps us. So tell us um, a little bit about the course that you've been developing and and this kind of opportunity that that came out of it, I suppose, it came out of this current situation. Um, What is the course about? Um, Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so it's uh, called the DIY Personal Branding Photography course. Um, It's something that I've been working on pre-lockdown, pre all of this stuff. Um, But it wasn't until lockdown actually happened that I kind of really focused on it and it's essentially you know how to take better photos of yourself for your business so 
kind of understanding portraiture as a way to like share your brand values and to connect with your audience on a much more personal level and giving people the tools to be able to do those things themselves. So whether or not that's them using a camera or their smartphone, no fancy equipment or anything, um, you can take your own pictures yourself. And it's sort of helping people understanding, one, the basics of photography and also kind of diving a little bit deeper and having a little bit more introspection towards their business and how that can inform the direction of their photography. Um, so it's basically just empowering people to create their own imagery uh, to help promote their businesses. Yeah, and I guess it kind of comes down to the fact that we're not always going to have um, professional photos. And sometimes there are instances where you need to just take a photo or particularly, you know, during a time like this where we are in lockdown and we're not able to obviously go out and have our photo taken actually having that knowledge ourselves can be really kind of powerful definitely um i like i said i had this planned like pre all of this lockdown and and everything and the reason why was because exactly what you said i noticed that my previous clients, you know, they were taking their own pictures as supplements to the pictures that I took for them. And I wanted to sort of help them further with how they took their pictures, helping them take them a little bit better, maybe using different lighting techniques, um, et cetera, just so that they could have images that were like closely matched the images that I was providing them. Um, and also, I completely recognize that not all businesses, depending on the stage that you're at, maybe you're at the very beginning and you can't, you know, you don't have the budget to invest in a professional photographer or, you know, maybe it's some other reason that you don't want to have another photographer come in and take pictures for you. Having the skills and the ability to take your own photos, I think is so powerful um, especially if you're working with self-portraiture, which a lot of, you know, freelancers or service-based businesses might be. And I think there's something really introspective in the process of taking your own photographs. Mm -hmm. um, one of the most, you know, the person you're most comfortable around usually is yourself. You don't have anyone there, not even a photographer to judge you. You are there alone with your camera. You can be as ridiculous, as silly, you know, as you like. No one has to see those pictures except for mm -hmm. you. You can choose which ones you like, and those are the ones that you share that you feel the best about. And that is what I'm so passionate about. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's really how this course sort of came about, was just providing that, that service to people to do it themselves. Yeah, um, it's something... It kind of picked up on what you were talking about in terms of giving people the tools to create self-portraits and really show their kind of authentic self but I think in doing that and 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 in becoming more comfortable with taking their own photo I think I don't know whether you agree with this but it's something that I've been thinking about for a while I, I think it's kind of like a small step towards self-confidence because you, you become more accepting of how and how you look and and who you are for sure yeah um I I used to have a lot of 
Well, I say used to, I still do sometimes, uh, you know, struggle with body image. I struggle with all of these different things, sort of this conditioning that society tells us that we need to look a certain way. Um, you know, we need to wear makeup all the time, no double chins, et cetera. And I just don't agree with it now anyways, but I think that is through the process of self-portraiture. I've been taking pictures of myself for years, for as long as I can remember, I've been in front of a camera but it's been me with myself. And I think that has sort of led to seeing myself sort of in a different way and accepting different parts of myself. Mm -hmm. And not that, that, not that this course teaches you how to accept yourself. <laughs> um, I think the process, regardless if you're doing it for your business or you're doing it personally, I think self-portraiture is a powerful tool to guide you towards perhaps self-acceptance um, and just sort of see yourself in a different way. It's a bit of like, like, um, just a very introspective process, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you said, obviously you're on your own, you can be a silly or you can do kind of whatever you like really. And there is no judgment. And I think that in itself is really powerful because there is no external judgment and you can do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Yeah. I think the one thing that, I mean, I definitely struggled with this in the very beginning is we say that there's no judgment, but in a way there is still judgment, but that judgment is coming from ourselves rather than from other mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And it's perhaps if you're taking that first picture and you're looking at it and you see all of these different things, you might see all of these perceived flaws that you have. And it is a bit of a journey to recognize that it's us that are seeing these things and not other people seeing these things. And it's sort of coming to terms with our own feelings of ourselves and how we think we should look or how we do look. It's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's most definitely a process. And I 100% agree that there is still certainly judgment that we kind of have um, about ourselves but I think the more you do that kind of thing I think at least I would hope that the more accepting you become definitely I mean that's definitely true in my experience mm -hmm. um I maybe I should go back and find them I mean I have like really really early self-portraits from as young as like 12 um, um, and thinking back to them I'm cringing a little <laughs> a little bit and like again like doing it over and over and over again you do get more comfortable with it you do get more confident with it it's the same thing you know if I'm actually working with a client um the first the first several photographs that I take they're going to be useless because it's that process of one getting comfortable in front of that camera and it's to me gaining their trust as a photographer that they can be comfortable and they can be themselves in front of that camera and I think also it's for me it's less about how you look in the photograph and it's more how you felt when that photograph was taken Mm -hmm. And maybe you are laughing, maybe you have a double chin or a triple chin when you are laughing, whatever. You are laughing and that laugh was like authentic. And I will remember that laugh, like the physical feeling, that like that feeling of that genuine laughter more than I will think about how I looked when I was laughing. Mm -hmm. Mm 
And can I just say how incredible that you have self-portraits from as young as 12 documenting your life. And I think, it, you know, in, in a few years time, it's going to be so incredible to look back on that and have those memories. I don't know if I want to look back <laughs> on those 12 year old self-portraits. Um, but I know they exist on a hard drive somewhere, probably at my parents' house. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think it's definitely true um, in some ways that having, having a documentation, whether you're doing it for your business or whether you're doing it personally for yourself, maybe you have kids, you know, documenting that time with them through self-portraiture, I think is incredibly powerful. And I think actually more so if you have, if you have kids, because it's, it's remembering that time that only lasts in such a short little window that, you know, five, 10 years later, when you're looking back at them and you're saying, wow, look at what, you know, look what we looked like, look what we were doing. This is what we were experiencing at this time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think that will be really valuable to us in the future. hundred percent. Yeah. So circling back to the course what's the course called um and where can people find it um so it's the diy personal branding photography course uh it's on my website uh elielarine.co um there's a link to it i don't know pretty much everywhere on my website on my instagram yeah. i'll make sure i'll pop a link in the show notes as well so people can go and find it are you planning for the rest of the year given that the plan that you made at the beginning of the year perhaps is no longer fitting or are you more kind of taking it one step at a time at, during during this time I think at this time I'm just taking it one step at a time I don't think I have the mental capacity right now to think where am I going to be in you know November December is yeah. lockdown going to actually finish in two three weeks I don't know. I, I'm hesitant to actually plan things or book things in with clients and then having to postpone or to cancel um, or anything like that. So I think I'm, I'm just sort of taking it one step at a time, enjoying the launch of the course right now and just spending lots of time with my dogs. <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing, to be honest. Um, and so if there was one word of advice uh, that you could give someone running their own business during this time, what would it be? Be kind. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. Like if you're experiencing feelings of like doubt or if you're on a roller coaster of ups and downs and energy levels or motivation levels, be kind. If you're having those down days, rest. If you're having those up days, do what you can. Um, yeah, and just just take it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's so important, I think, to just check in with those energy levels and actually kind of go with the flow a little bit more than perhaps we are used to, because I think a lot of the time we're used to kind of just pushing through, particularly when our schedules are busy. But actually now is the time to kind of really tune into that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, amazing. Ellie, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be so, so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too.